What is up, everybody? Today is episode 39 of the No Notes podcast with Maddie B, H Double. Oh, yeah, our special guest, <laughs> Michael Rector, former wide receiver of the Detroit Lions and Stanford Cardinal. We're super excited to have him on, and we're super happy that he agreed to meet with us. Um, shout out to our friend Kevin, yeah. who knows Michael. Um, and I'm not going to really give anything more away because we want to ask some questions and stuff. But uh, we appreciate you once again, Michael, for hopping on. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited for it. The, Matt, that was a good intro, but there is one thing you forgot about Michael. That might be the most important thing. He was oh, a member. Mug. He was a member of the SLU football rec league championship team this past year. So oh. I figured I should give you respect for that. Sorry, Michael. That was my bad. I know flag football is super important. That's my bad. <laughs> when when Kevin was down, he was wearing that shirt all the time, which he said you and him ran into each other getting that shirt. So, but he was wearing oh, yeah. it all the time. So not to. I wonder if you just wanted to flex or or what. But. Hey man, undefeated. We got to run it back next year. Got to defend that title. <laughs> That's all I like to see, but yeah, Matt, you can go ahead. You can go first. Yeah. So, Michael. So, I read up that you were a five-year um, senior at Stanford, um, and I want to know kind of how you ended up going to Stanford um, and choosing Stanford over, let's say, your other opportunities that you had. Why did you choose Stanford over others? Yeah. So, obviously, um, I'm from Seattle. So, originally. Uh, I feel like you're born in the Seattle area. You kind of have a, a, a UW Husky logo stamped on your birth certificate. Um, and so I was actually committed there for, I think, nine months. I committed during my junior year. Um, and, you know, I, I grew up always wanting to be a Husky. Um, and then Stanford came along a little bit later, and my parents were really pushing Stanford, but they would support me either way. Um, and so it took me a while. It was, it was a hard decision, but, you know, I mean, Stanford for me – uh, personally, it was just better academically and athletically, um, at least when I was going there. Um, and so, you know, I switched, I think, a week before signing day um, to Stanford. Um, only the coaches knew. Uh, nobody else knew. The fans didn't know. The media didn't know. And so um, it was kind of a big debacle uh, on signing day when the when the news stations were there. And then I, I chose the Stanford hat over the uh, the UW hat. So, uh that was, that was a big, that was a big thing then, but you know, I have no regrets from that. And um, I mean, we won three Pac-12 championships in my time there. So can't regret that either. And, you know, having a, a degree from Stanford, um, I think can go a long way. So I think that's uh, what really chose me to pick Stanford really. So I got, I, I, I definitely do remember your Pac-12 championships because I'm an Oregon fan, so I don't mm-hmm. really like it, but I'm, I'm happy for you that you won those. So we yeah, can agree to disagree, I guess, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a big Oregon fan, so. But, yeah, yeah so <laughs> going kind of off of, you know, we're, you know, obviously you picked Stanford. I also, you know, we, we did some research on you coming into this, and I saw something that said you were a three-sport athlete in high school. You were a really good soccer player and also a track star. And, you know, from what I saw from you playing intramural, because I was at your first game, you're pretty athletic. So I feel like you could play any sport you put your mind to. So when was it kind of like for you that you wanted to pursue football as your main sport? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I started playing football a little bit later than, than most. Um, I started in seventh grade. Um, basically, my mom obviously wanted to wanted to keep her, her little baby boy away from all the contact and that. Um, but yeah, played played soccer, played track, played basketball growing up. Um, and honestly, almost played soccer instead of football in college. And so that was 
the two really came down to. Um, and I had to make a decision because uh, they're both seasons are in the fall season for, for men um, in college. And so it was either, it was either football or soccer. And I felt like, you know, I could have gone either way, but I think my heart was pulling me a little bit more towards, towards football. Um, I think if you put me in a different country, if I'm born in Spain or, or somewhere like that, I think I'd be, I'd be playing soccer, but um, I felt like in America, um, in college, going forward past college and the pros, I felt like for me, I think football was a little bit more attractive in that sense. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely, uh, you know, football, obviously, is what soccer is actually called, but, you know, there's obviously American football, so that just tells you how popular football is in America, so, yeah. <laughs> so, going off of Charles' question about you choosing football, do you ever look back at, like, your career from Stanford and your opportunity you had to kind of train with the NFL? Do you wish that you would ever have chosen soccer, maybe gone pro with that, like MLS, or are you happy with the route that you've chosen? Yeah, so obviously, you know, I think about those those different, you know, timelines that could have been, but I, I don't regret it at all. I think I, I, I'm really happy with the path that I chose. Um, obviously, I think soccer would have been a lot of fun too, um, but I have no regrets with football. I think the biggest thing, you know, that, that football has done for me is, is introduced me to so many, mate, so many uh, great people and some of my best friends that I've met um, throughout college and the pros, honestly, are, are people um, that I know that I'll have relationships with for, for my life. Um, and I think that's the beauty of football. You're just, uh, you go through, go through everything, the ups and downs together. Um, you know, you're, you're going through the dog days of, of two a days in training camp. You're, you're bleeding together, you're sweating together, um, you know, and you're in that locker room together. And it's really hard to find um, another locker room that's, that's so tight um, and so knit. Um, that, that you find in a football, in a football locker room, um, especially at Stanford, you know, there's just a great, great community there. Um, and there's a lot of great guys. Um, and so I think it's just a special, a special environment there. And so um, I think no regrets from that. End. Yeah, you answered one of the questions I was going to ask you later on was, was like how much in contact you stay with your football family. And it seems like, you know, that's still a really strong connection, even though, you know, it's been years past and you're under a new chapter. So that's really good to hear. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I talk to a lot of my Stanford guys, I would say every day, if not every other day, but so we're, we're talking every week. Um, we're still in, you know, fantasy football leagues and whatnot, um, all that fun stuff. But yeah, we, uh, we get on group FaceTimes. We have group Zooms um, like once yeah. a month. And so, yeah, it's good. We all take like a golf trip every year. And so it's been good to stay in contact with them for sure. I'll be, I'll be nice and, and tell you this guy right here won our fantasy football league, actually. So did, did it go Ooh. good for you this year or, or not that good? Dude, man, this year I was the defending champ. I won last year. Same, uh, me too. Year. There you go. There you <laughs> yeah. go. I, it was a rough season this year, man. I had, I had Christian, Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, had uh, Russell Wilson there. Just a lot of injuries, man. If, if I stayed oh. healthy, I, I was going to win, I, I felt. But congrats <laughs> to you down there, though, winning it this year, huh? Oh, Thanks. I appreciate it. I uh, had a lot of deep waiver wires because my team got hurt too. So there you, you, know, go. you do what oh, you do. Man. But <laughs> you kind of were, I was actually going to ask you this because I'm um, doing research and, and I watched you during the 16 Rose Bowl when you guys played Iowa. Great game, okay. by the way, by you. Um, <laughs> but obviously another big name, another teammate on your team was obviously C-Mac, right? Christian McCaffrey. So my first question was, did you draft him in your league? Which obviously you did. And two, how was, 
how was having him in the locker room and just could you tell that he was NFL material like how like when do you know that someone's special especially like a teammate like that and he seems very humble but like what did you get from him like what was he like yeah so yes I did I did draft him he, he's our consensus number one I would say every year um and so yeah he was he was off the board first um uh, but I mean once you get a, a generational talent like like Christian, you notice it right away. Um, you know, I'm a, I was a couple years um, older than him, so he came in as a freshman. I was a I was an upper upperclassman then, um, and immediately I think from the from the first from the first practice we had, you could tell that that he was different. You know, um, coming straight out of high school, he he had different footwork, he had different different uh, cutting ability, going left to right, um, and then just that acceleration off the line was different too. Um, and so we knew it was going to be special, I would honestly say, from the first time we saw him step on the field. Um, and, you know, what you get from him, you just his, – his attitude is just so infectious, you know. He is very humble, but he, he works for everything he has and everything he's earned, honestly. Um, you know, he, he's the hardest worker in the gym. He's there first. He takes off uh, last. And, honestly, he's just he just gets in and he, he puts in the work. So, you know, what you see – on Sundays or what you see, how you see him perform, he, he, he worked for that and he earned that. And, uh, you know, that's one of the best things I could say about him. Um, you know, and I think he's a better, he's a better person than he is a football player. And I think that speaks a lot. Um, and so, yeah, we still talk pretty frequently. And so, you know, he's in good spirits, hopefully next year, he get a good, get, uh, get a good year going. Um, and we'll see where he is again. I mean, if you ever want him, you know, just say, hey, request a trade to the Patriots. That'd be great. That'd be <laughs> awesome. We would love to have him. So if you want yeah. to do that for me, I appreciate that. I'll, I'll give him the word. <laughs> Sports plug right here for his favorite teams. Yeah, I, I feel like we, we got to address now. And, you know, obviously this was the Christian McCaffrey. Like, I guess you can maybe say breakout game for the, the nation. And that was the Rose Bowl that Matt mentioned, 2016. But we got to show you a little bit of love, too because you had two touchdowns and we can't let that go unnoticed. So I want to ask you personally, because I watched the highlights. I remember when I was, because I remember after your intramural game, Kevin told me you're an NFL player. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. He's super fast. You know, I can see that. Or, and then he, I remember like a month later, he's like, he caught two touchdowns in the Rose bowl his, his junior year of playing. And I was like, Oh, so I looked at the highlights and the first touchdown you caught, I don't know how much you're allowed to say without giving away play call, but it was a fake fumble. And the announcer, I remember when they you caught the touchdown, I was like, this is a play they practiced throughout the week. So you want to kind of go through like how that was and was that play designed for you and just, you know, kind of take take us through that, you know, that moment. And then yeah. also scoring, a, you know, two touchdowns in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, I mean, two touchdowns in the Rose Bowl, you know, that's a memory I'll be able to carry, carry with me, you know, throughout my life. You know, no one can really take that away from me. And so that's a pretty special, surreal uh, moment to, to experience. Um, but yeah, that, that entire week, uh, Rose Bowl week leading up to it, um, you know, doing our scouting, we knew that, that their, uh, that their linebackers and their safeties played kind of shallow the line of scrimmage, kind of within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. And we knew they were super aggressive in trying to stop the run. And we felt that they definitely would be with Christian in the backfield, obviously. Um, and so we knew that, you know, if we, if we could try to try to fake a fumble, have Christian kind of go down for it as well that it would suck up their, their secondary, their both their safeties and their linebackers would react to that. Um, and so really the play call was just to take that fumble. Kevin Hogan was our, was our uh, quarterback. Have Christian uh, look like he was going down for the ball. Um, and I, 
I was on the outside for me. I was just uh, kind of acting like I was blocking, kind of going towards the safeties, slow playing it like I'm going up to, to just block them and then kind of put them to sleep. And then once they uh, reacted, um, we just took off and it was a race to the back of the end zone. Um, and luckily we were able to, to, yeah. to connect on that. Yeah, you had some yards on them on that play for sure. Like it was definitely it. That was a good play call because you were definitely open. So, yeah, good scouting. Good scouting. Yeah, I love I love hard. plays like that. Trick yeah. plays, you know, those are the best in my opinion, especially to watch. But yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So, when speaking about the Rose Bowl and these different plays and games and scouting, what was your favorite game to play in? And that can be bowl game or regular season game. What was your favorite game to play in and why? And also, I'll just add to that real quick. What was the most intense atmosphere you played in as well? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I would say, so obviously we played in three Rose Bowls. The Rose Bowls are great atmosphere. I mean, you're there, 100,000 100, plus fans in the, in the stands. Um, and that's just a great game day experience. And the week building up to it, you know, the teams enjoy it. Um, and that's a good, that's a fun experience. I would say one of the best games I think we've played, um, probably against Notre Dame. Um, we have a, a, a season series with them, so we play them every year. And, and we've, we've had a lot of battles with them, um, especially um, during my time there. Um, and I would say, honestly, there was one in the pouring rain in Notre Dame. Um, and it was like every year the home team would win. So we would win at our place. They'd win at their place. But this was the first time in like 10 years it switched up and we were able to pull one out um at their place and it was it was just pouring rain it was probably like 35 degrees probably like 20 degrees with the wind chill rain was going sideways um you see it on the tv it was just horrible people are under there we're wearing like three four layers um it was freezing but we were able it was a battle and it went down to the last play and we were able to pull it out so i think that was probably one of the best games we played um and then I think anytime we play Oregon, I think they have uh, some fake some fake noise up there. Um, you know, I, we think they put a little, little microphone in front of the crowd and make it louder louder than it is. <laughs> but uh, but that's a good atmosphere. Um, yeah. We had some battles with USC, um, and then I, I always like coming back to Seattle um, in front of the hometown fans, in front of my family, um, playing the Huskies. So I'd say those three teams in the Pac-12 are, are fun games to play in. Yeah, and. I just, I, this is a story when I was talking to Matt like a month ago about, I was, it was kind of a long shot. I wasn't sure at all if we, you know, you'd get on, but I was like, you know, Kevin has a, a classmate who was a former Stanford player. And he's like, Oh, who was it? And I was like, Michael Rector. And he goes, yeah, I've heard that name before. So I was like, all right. So he knows his Pac-12 football <laughs> definitely. And so I thought, I oh, thought that was when you cool. get beat by Stanford all the time as an Oregon fan, you kind of know who beats you, which is unfortunate. So yeah, we had some battles with Marcus Mariota and the boys back then. Yeah, that's exactly. Sick. That's but, sick. Hey, we did beat you in fifteen to go national championship game, so I'll take that. But it seemed like yeah, every year it was doing okay. that. You got to rub it in, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, how'd I mean, that game hey. go? <laughs> well, we lost Ohio State, but hey, <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> hey, you didn't have to bring up the how they beat Stanford, but yeah. <laughs> so I I also want to. <laughs> Obviously, you know, your junior year Rose Bowl might have been the most memorable, but obviously you won three Pac-12s and you went to two more Rose Bowls and you went to one, you're fresh, you're technically your freshman year, but you didn't play. And then you went to one the next year when it was like your freshman year of playing. And you guys won obviously their first year. And then the second year you guys lost. You won against Wisconsin, lost against Michigan State. 
and in that second game, the one you lost, I you had like essentially the first play of the game almost. It was technically the second, but you had that 43-yard catch, you know, and you're just a freshman coming in. And so I just want to ask you, how was that, you know, because that was like kind of, of course, you had your first year, but this was your first year playing. How was that like atmosphere being in a Rose Bowl? And then how do you think that helped you for you personally when you went at it again your junior year of playing? Yeah, I mean, I think that, like I said earlier, like the Rose Bowls, those atmospheres are crazy. You know, everyone's having a great time, super loud. Um, and, you know, as a competitor, I think that's what you kind of you live for. Obviously, you play for, for the man upstairs, but you love you love you know, performing in front of crowds, you love playing for people as well. Um, yeah. And so I would say, you know, that was probably the biggest game to date in my career at that point, obviously. Um, and, you know, getting that, getting that, that bomb really, that deep catch really, you know, gives you a lot of confidence um, going forward, knowing that you can put together and perform, um, you know, on the biggest stage. Um, and that was, you know, those were the biggest stages of college football, the days before the, uh, the playoffs. Um, and so, you know, that gives you a lot of confidence going forward. And then it gives you a little bit, of, a little bit of experience when you, when you go to your next one, kind of know what to expect. Um, you know, the butterflies are still there, but they're not as large. Um, yeah. and it kind of, kind of, kind of gives you a sense of ease going into it the next go round. And yeah, I, I got to also give you credit. It was uh, your kind of your other big play from scrimmage in that, uh, Rosewell, you guys lost against Michigan State. Your run on another trick play. I, I got to give you credit for because I watched that game. The patience you showed for then that guy to, I, I don't know who it was, but he absolutely trucked the defender uh, for your block yeah. and it allowed you to get downfield. So I just wanted to give you props for, yeah, for the, the patience. Full back. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a beast. That was, that was a good play. Hopefully, uh, or sadly, we couldn't pull that one off. But, uh, yeah. you know, you know, you can't win them all, huh? Yeah. And I also just want to ask you, you know, because this is just from the rec league, but I remember you were, you know, you played quarterback a lot in that on that team this past year. And you were throwing bombs, if I'm being honest. And you were running, obviously you have the ability to scramble being super fast. Did you ever consider playing quarterback? I'm just curious. Dude, I, I got to ask you I, that. I, I, you know, the arm's there. You saw it. The arm's yeah, there. You, threw like 40, <laughs> you threw 40 yards pretty easily. I'm going to be honest. 50 yards about, yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, no, I mean, I think, you know, I think, I knew myself and, and at that level, I think, uh, you know, my speed was the best, my best tool, uh, my best asset there. But uh, we did have some, some plays in when I can throw the ball. Um, but we just never really called them at Stanford. We never really, you know, yeah. had that, had that opportunity, but uh, you know, if the opportunity did present itself, I would have been ready. I would have <laughs> let it go. You were a heck of a safety too. And that in your you basically did everything. I know it's in your mural, but you literally did everything. So <laughs> be there for the team. For the, for the team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt, you want to ask a question? Yeah. So, so Michael, after you graduate Stanford, you go into the draft. And I believe you and Christian, I believe were draft buddies. You guys both got drafted in 17. Obviously Christian gets drafted in the first round. You wait, you go undrafted, then the lines pick you up. Tell me how that experience was and kind of, what your feeling was of just having someone in the NFL take a chance on you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I would say after, after graduating and, and leaving, um, I think in training for the combine, that was like an experience in and of itself. Um, you know, getting to be around guys from different schools um, and, and seeing people perform at that, at that level. Um, you know, I think I was, I was roommates with, with Mitchell Trubisky. Um, and that was the year he went to the Bears. Um, and so that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, um, it was cool to meet all these different people. Um, 
but I think, I think just having, you know, going through that process, you know, um, and, and having, you know, teams reach out to kind of how it works out, like towards the end of the draft, uh, a lot of teams will start calling your agents and stuff, trying to, trying to get you if they want you as a priority free agent, a PFA. Um, and so, you know, we had a few different options on the table um, and we felt, you know, I'd never been to Detroit, but Detroit had a good quarterback in Matt, um, Matthew Stafford. Um, and it was, it was just, it was a great opportunity to be able to, to get out there and show what I can do. You know, unfortunately dealt with, with some injuries out there and whatnot. Um, but, you know, uh, no regrets there. You know, I, I gave it a go and, and, you know, my, my, my life goal is always to, to be a doctor. So, you know, we're doing the thing right now or in medical yep. school right now. And, you know, it was just a matter of when, whether it was, uh, you know, whenever I was done playing football, I knew time, uh, I knew football on the timeline, had a stamp state, um, and school would always be there. And so now we're in this phase of life. I mean, you just answered my questions for me. Tell me you haven't asked them because I was going to ask about that. Because yeah. I, I saw an article as well, I think from your right before your senior year, talking about how you, you know, your dream field, uh, you know, being in a doctor and then you did like stealth sim research. And so, yeah, I, I could tell from that article, like your dream goal, I, you know, obviously football is really important, but the dream at the end was to be a doctor and that's great. You're pursuing it now. So. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Got to stay, stay on those goals, stay on those dreams, man. They're all attainable. Yeah. If you, you put your head down, put the work in. Exactly. So I also got to ask you, what was the experience, you know, in the NFL? How much, and how much, you know, different was it than college per se from your yeah. eyes? Yeah, I, I would say every level you go up, the more, per, more business-like, the more professional it becomes, whether it's from, you know, high school to, to college and then college, uh, to the pros. Um, and it was a great experience. I think the best part about the NFL was, you know, again, uh, mirroring what I said at Stanford were the people I met, you know, some of the relationships I formed with my teammates. Um, you know, that was really special and it was really cool to see, you know, the ins and outs of, of how a professional, you know, NFL team worked. Um, and so that was cool, but it's definitely a business when you get to that level. Um, you know, everyone's pretty much dispendable, expendable and, uh, you know, you really have to, you have to perform every day. Um, but, you know, it was also, you know, pretty, pretty cool getting paid, you know, a King's ransom to play a children's game, you know, something you grew up playing on the, on the playground. Um, and so that's a cool part of it too. Um, but, you know, the experience, you know, it's something, you know, not many people get to experience. And so it's something I'll, I'll always hold dear in my heart, you know? Definitely. Definitely. Matt, you got, you got anything you want to ask? Yeah. Yeah. So, Obviously, Michael, you're from Washington, um, but give us some of your like favorite teams or what you do like outside of football. Like, I we love getting to know the football player, Michael um, Rector, but give us like the person, Michael Rector. So, what do you like to do? What are some things that really just make you tick? You know? Yeah, you know, I would say I'm a big family guy. Um, I have a, I have a. Uh... A big family. I have 13 nephews and I have nine nieces. Um, and so, you know, lots of lots of kids, lots of little babies running around. So I think spending a lot of time with them, um, you know, really makes my my world go around. Um, and I really think that's really what put me uh, on to the field of medicine. You know, I think I want to be a pediatrician or do something with kids. Um, and I think really that's just seeing them growing up um, really, really steered me in the direction um, towards towards medicine. Um, and so, you know, outside of hanging out with my family, I'm a big golfer now. I'm an avid golfer. We try to get out there 
um, a couple times a week if we can, if we're not yeah. too busy with school. Um, and, you know, just, just hanging out with friends, just, just laying back, relaxing. And, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm not playing guitar, if I'm not playing piano, you know, maybe I'm going to, to do ceramics. Fun fact, I like doing pottery. Um, but, you, you know, just, you know, things like that to kind of, kind of be, be healthy yeah. mentally, physically, and spiritually, I think, um, yeah, you know, all the above is good. Yeah, that's super important. I do know one thing you're not a fan of, at least from what I can tell, because I've, you know, I follow you on Instagram. I've seen, you know, some of your stories. I'm sure you're, you're struggling with this. And I, I saw you post a story about the, the, the Midwest uh, winter and how <laughs> cold it gets. I think you, it was like 16 last week and you post a thing. You're just like, this is not it. You know, obviously being oh, yeah. in Cali for so long, I'm sure this has been, this has been an adjustment for you. <laughs> oh yeah. California makes you soft, man. You get, you get spoiled <laughs> with all the good weather out there. Not, not used to this, you know, below, below 20 degree weather out here. So still adjusting, Ugh. but hopefully yeah. we'll get it going here. Yeah. Matt's in Utah. So he's not only got cold, but he's got altitude too. So. Oh yeah. That's it's all freaking cold. So I understand you, Michael, and I hate it. So I'm there with you. It's honestly been a warmer winter the so far in, in Missouri for sure. So that's what I hear. Yeah. Fe- January, February might not be very nice to you then. Expect, expect some snow and ice potentially we already got a little bit but yeah all right oh, so this is something we like to do with our guests and this is you know fun game we kind of like to do more near the end of you know when we get to these it's it's guess your how well do you know your stats essentially you know this is your stats from i have pulled up from espn and then i also have your combine stats so we'll go through a couple of those and see how well you remember your stats you know okay. do you think you think you're going to be pretty good at this or you kind of like lost in the we'll find out we'll find out we'll, we'll go a little we'll go a little i'll give you something that i think this is probably something i feel like you would know so i'll give you something easy to start but what what is your or what is michael rector's 40 yard dash that was marked at the combine dude laser was 442 but that was that was <laughs> me at a, a 15 pounds heavier than i played at i was 195 but uh i would say my my record is 432 but 442 oh at the combine electric Four, three, two. Yeah. So you, you gave us a little extra fat. Yeah. Matt, is there anything that you want to, you want to have them ask? There's from the combine, we have vertical, broad, three cone, 20 yards, 60 yards, and then any receiving. And there's a couple of defensive stats too, obviously not many, but there are a few. I'm so. going to go with, I'm going to go with the bench press. What was the, there was no bench press, reps? at least on this. There wasn't Unless, bench press still? Did you do bench press? It doesn't have it on here. So but. yeah, so I actually I was I was I was at the uh, combine with the torn labrum, but mm. um, so so I did it a couple months later at our pro day and I put up thirteen, up to okay, twenty five. Okay. There we go. There we go. Yeah. All right. This one. This one might you might struggle with a little bit. Okay. How many? <laughs> how many uh, total tackles did you have in twenty your twenty fifteen season? 2015 <laughs> yeah uh maybe two i don't know i think You're they're close. all off of two or three they're all off of interceptions i think honestly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well you're you're actually giving yourself too much credit it was only one. Oh dang i'll, yes. I'll go that way yeah oh uh, yeah there. close and it was a solo tackle though so hey you know that's hey, how we do it yeah that's how you do it <laughs> no assist tackle is a solo matt you got you got something you want to you want another one you want to ask him um yeah, so let's do how many total touchdowns did you have in your career at Stanford? Ooh, yeah, I got it. This is receiving and rushing. If you, yeah, extra, so extra, credit if you, extra credit if you can specify what for each one. 
Yeah, that's tough. Um, <laughs> is it thirteen? No, yeah, you're giving your, you're being a little too cruel on yourself. A little, it's not much higher than that, but it is more than that. Sixteen. Yeah, it's sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. How many receiving? Sixteen. How many receiving? Yeah, out of the 16. probably fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, it's fifteen, and you had one rushing touchdown. So. Yeah, against USD. That was a nasty one. If you haven't seen it, go chat one up. Okay. <laughs> I'll go look at those highlights after this. I've been slacking. Absolutely. I've been slacking. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you want to brag because your 2015, you had one one carry, but for minus six yards. So. Uh, tough, tough, yeah. Tough. Can't win them all. <laughs> Can't win them all. <laughs> nah. All right. We'll do one more. We'll do uh, we'll do one more combine one. Let's do the vertical. We, we got to do the vertical jump. What was your vert? Oh man, shoot! See, I knew I knew you'd know the I knew you'd know the forty yard pretty well, but the the rest I don't know. (laughs) Uh, dude, I want to say thirty eight, but I feel like I was heavier at that point, so maybe like thirty six and a half, thirty seven. Yes, thirty six and a half. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey man, you you were pretty close on it, so. If you if you weren't you know what you said ten pounds heavier what do you you would have gotten thirty eight you think yeah there? I mean at Stanford at Stanford I was yeah I was jumping thirty eight I was running four threes <laughs> just, you know I, I was I was one hundred and eighty eighty pounds at Stanford so had yeah. to had to put on a little weight for uh, the combo yeah I had to get had to get that muscle up yeah yeah Matt, is there anything you want to ask last thing because we're about out of time because you guys both have class so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's you know um, crazy. I would say. I would say, what is the one thing after going to doing the NFL combine and college football and now um, doing uh, med school, what is one thing that you've taken as like almost like a life lesson from all those things? What is something that you could leave with us like a life lesson or what we should maybe do? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I like to live my life. I like to see things as meritocracies you know i think you you earn what you're given um you know or you you earn what what comes to you you're not really given anything nothing is given to you so you have to really work for it um you know um and i think that's true in every any phase of life if you're if you're willing to to be dedicated if you're willing to put the time into it and you know do your work um you know you'll be set and you'll you'll earn what you deserve but um you know don't take anything for granted um work for everything you work for everything you want. Um, and you know, guys, the limit for you. That's, that's how I see it. Yeah, man, that's great advice for sure. And I really like also, you know, just the last thing I I do like how, you know, you know, med school was kind of, you know, being a doctor was really your true dream goal, even though football might've been the way more popular, you know, Avenue. And, And obviously you loved football, but I really like how at the end of the day, you really wanted to help out, you know, more specifically as you're finding out kids, but, you know, be a doctor. I think that's really good. And yeah, it shows, you know, even if you're an athlete, you know, at the highest level at at points, you know, you can do anything you want, you know, really at the end of the day. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think, yeah, that's going to wrap it up, Michael. Thanks for your time. Hopefully you're not late to class. (laughs) But Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Uh, We appreciate the time. It was super fun, man. And is there anywhere you want to like, if you guys want to, you want to plug anything, you know, that they could follow you on social media, anything like that. Dude, just at Michael Rector. At Michael Rector. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, man. Super fun. I appreciate you guys. 
And yeah, Kevin, make if sure you're to go listening. check out his uh, USC run. That's oh, yeah. his request. So <laughs> if you listen, you gotta watch. You gotta watch it. And thank you, yeah, Kevin, you if you're listening for this. And make sure you keep Kevin in check. All right, because I can't do we'll, it anymore. We'll so it's up to you. Hold me in check too. All yeah, right, that's good. <laughs> all right, man. Well, have right, a good, good day, and watch we'll it right, out. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Bye.